Hi, this is Dan Spicer, and I'm here with Molly McManus, and we're doing kind of a, uh, a recap and a refresher on what's been happening in the industry over the last few months and what's going to be happening as pertains to IEVA events and activities during the coming months uh, that follow. Uh, hi, Molly. How are you doing? Fantastic. Thanks for having me, Dan. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So we, um, we're doing this kind of the first time under a new regime. We have uh, some new IUVA young professional co-chairs. Uh, one of them is Dami Chen, and she's actually has been so kind enough to give us a, a script for for this uh, version or episode of, of the podcast. So we're going to kind of run through it piece by piece here. And uh, I think we'll start off with um, just the events that are coming up. So we've got a pretty big event coming up here um, next month, uh, the IEVA World Congress that's being hosted in uh, Dubai. Um, Molly, I don't think you're going to be able to attend that show, right? Oh, I unfortunately am not. I am always there in spirit, of course, of course. But it looks like it's going to be a truly amazing World Congress. And so if, if anyone can go, they absolutely should. I would highly recommend. Yeah, so it looks like um, I, I'm semi-familiar with with the uh, the activities and events that are happening there, but I've got a nice little handy list thanks to Danby here. Um, so there's going to be, kicking it off, uh, will be a UV 101 forum that's hosted on uh, on the first day of the conference, which is actually on a Sunday, which is kind of cool. Um, so for folks that come in a, a bit early, if they want to get their UV on early on, they can start on Sunday instead of Monday. So that's going to be happening on on Sunday. And again, I would say uh, anyone who wants to get more information uh, to go on the IEVA website for more details. But yeah, so starting off with a UV 101 um, uh, form on Sunday, and then onto the normal kinds of sessions you would typically expect on Monday and Tuesday um, with technical talks regarding water disinfection, air disinfection, surface infection, AOP, uh, rural applications, so rural water treatment applications, which is pretty cool, uh, UV source design um, and the science behind that, as well as what I think is long overdue, Molly, maybe you agree with me or disagree with me, I'm curious to hear your, your stance, but a commercial showcase. So there'll be a dedicated track of talks for OEMs and companies that make products. So instead of giving a purely technical discussion or presentation, there'll be kind of product and technology showcases. What, what are your thoughts on that? I'm all for having commercial track. I think that it really helps set a clear line of here's a really technical talk, but then you also need to have this foundation of how do I apply it in the real world and how do I utilize these products? And so having those two tracks on two different lines, I think is really beneficial to the industry as a whole. So you can get, again, all these nitty gritty details, but then how do I actually apply it? And then you also don't have to worry about one tainting the other. You don't have to worry about a commercial talk ending up being way too technical or a technical talk ending up being too salesy just by giving everyone a chance to shine. And I just, it, it's really impactful and something that everyone should take advantage of. Totally agree. Yeah, actually, I've heard that, you know, <clears throat> you've attended quite a few of these as well as as, as I, and I've always heard both sides of the coin. It's kind of like a uh, Democrat versus Republican in the US here. It's like uh, you, everyone has their own strong opinion either way. So I've heard from the more technical R&D folks, well, that presentation was too commercial. And I've heard from the commercial folks, wow, that was way too deep. I, I glazed, you know, I fell asleep. So I think having those those different options, like you said, for different, you know, different uh strokes for different folks um yes, i think 100%. that that 
yeah, it's it's a, a really smart idea. I hope that you know we keep the IEVA keeps keeps uh, keeps that kind of track going for future events. Um, just to kind of tie that uh, tie that uh, event up. There will be a uh, a young professional ask me anything panel, which um, Molly and I are both pretty familiar with from our time as co chairs. Um, there will be a poster session, which is pretty typical for these conferences, which is great. Uh, and then, of course, the uh, there's a young professional uh, sponsored trivia night. So typically that involves an open bar, some hooting and hollering, some fun, some drinks, some trivia, um, and maybe a few uh, verbal beatdowns uh, among industry folks. Um, Molly and I did the, uh, actually, I, I think we've actually done every single one of them, we've only on two at this point. But they've been really fun every time. And um, Molly, what was the, what happened last time? Wasn't it? Didn't um, someone get kind of like pretty uh, cocky with their question, their their um, with their answers, and then they, they they were wrong eventually? Oh, I mean, we would expect nothing less but passionate discussion. I'm going to say passionate discussion rather than blatantly yelling across the room. But yeah. this is the IUVA, and we all care just a little too much. And so when you get into the trivia world, you know, it, it, the the gloves are off, so to speak. And yes, it is a fantastic time to like kind of learn what other people know outside of UV. Um, but it's also just really funny to see how people react and just really how competitive we all are on the inside, no matter how hard we try to hold it in. <laughs> and it, I'm going to be, you know, very sad that you're not there because who am I going to heckle Rich Simmons with? Oh my gosh. I know. I know. I (laughs) so fun to heckle him so much. Hello, Rich. We still love you, but man, it was really fun to push your buttons. So Dan, I expect an update that like this tradition has continued. I I might need you to write some pre-canned statements that I can use. (laughs) There we go. Um, I'll take cool. a pound halfway around the world. It'll be great. Yeah, yeah. The other one that comes to mind was uh, was uh, I, I'm not going to mention any names, but a IUVA president of of past, current, or future. I'm not going to mention any names. Being oh, take them all. Being, being, <laughs> being overconfident with uh, with the entire round until the last question that stumped just about everyone. That was the chemical equation or chemical symbol round. That was a uh, uh, an awesome awesome question that you, you drafted awesome. up there. It was a beautiful thing. Cool. Yeah, so the trivia night's going to happen, as always. Um, and then actually, it'll be kind of a nice touch. There'll be a, a gala night where it's going to be sort of, um, I think, like a black tie kind of affair and dinner and um, looks looks pretty nice. So that, that's kind of the the gist of the event. Um, I, I guess there also will be, um, on the last day, some uh, local tours of, of points of interest in Dubai, which would be pretty cool, too. So um, if you haven't already signed up, I uh, recommend doing so. I think the window to sign up is getting very close to closing. Um, and yeah, it's literally, I think we're talking about two weeks from now. So that's, it's coming down, coming down the line. So that's that event. Uh, what else we have? I guess. Well, going- one thing I want to highlight real quick about the World Congress is it is so intentionally laid out to be both a learning experience and a networking experience because this industry is small. The share of knowledge is really important and building relationships is so important. And so it is really cool that you do have events like an ask me anything panel, a trivia night, a gala night, and it's not just all learning, 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 which is very important, but it is also relationship building. Um, So it's just, it's it's a really great event that it's you know encompasses all these different facets of the industry. Totally agree. I I couldn't disagree. Uh, I couldn't, couldn't disagree more. I couldn't. Well, agree of course, more. I'm always right, Dan. We all know. Well, this. yeah, that's right. 
true. That's true. I've learned this. Um, <laughs> so uh, going back a step, actually. So um, speaking of IUVA events, one that has just recently wrapped up um, was the uh, the GUV in public spaces workshop, which I had the pleasure of being a uh, involved with uh, initially um, as sort of like a junior helper sort of person. And then, um, you know, within uh, an hour or two of being present, I ended up becoming some sort of primary facilitator for one of the sections. So I want to thank Troy very much for that. That was unexpected, but uh, unexpectedly enjoyable too. So um, uh, yeah, so that's pretty interesting. So the, uh, yeah, the GUV workshop was hosted uh, via, uh, I guess, kind of in conjunction with ASHRAE. Um, for those of you that don't know, ASHRAE is sort of a, uh, a standards uh, governing kind of body for the the air conditioning, heating, cooling industry. So they have a lot of um, standards that they work on, um, recommended standards for indoor air quality, heating, cooling standards, refrigeration standards. So uh, how it pertains to our industry is obviously the indoor air quality piece. So they were kind enough to let us um, host uh, our event at their headquarters down in Atlanta, um, which is pretty cool. So really what it did or what the event was all about was bringing in uh, various GUV stakeholders um, and staging kind of a, uh, a first first pass road mapping workshop to identify um, issues, objectives and plans um, that the industry needs to, to think about and put in place to um, to really uh, bring on better adoption of GUV technology in public spaces, whether it's airports, um, libraries, doctor's offices, you, you name it, any any public place where people are meeting and potentially passing on pathogens to one another, this this um, this event was geared toward putting a, a plan in place to help uh, boost the adoption rate and the uptake rate of the technology. Uh, it's grown for a while, but there are lots of uh, skeptics out there, and a lot of that is driven by a lack of education. So uh, the event ended up actually bringing in about 69 people in person and about 50 or so people online uh, from 13 different countries, which is pretty cool. The IEVA is always pretty good about being um, international. Um, and then uh, of those numbers, about 70 companies were represented, uh, seven government agencies, 17, 17 universities, and uh, three nonprofits. So um, yeah, overall, it was a pretty cool event. Um, and um, ultimately, a lot of good came out of that in terms of a map going forward. And if you'd like more information on that, if you want to be part of this, I would recommend reaching out to Troy Cowan. You can find him quite readily on uh, the IEVA website. And I believe it's Troy.Cowan at IEVA.org is his email address. Um, but yeah, I would certainly follow up with him if you care to learn more about that. But yeah, it, it was a cool event and uh, it, it was important work that was done over the course of two and a half days. And uh, there's much more to follow. So, I feel like this is one of the, you don't want to say that necessarily they, you know, that positive things came out of a global pandemic, but the discussions that it has led to about how to use technology in public spaces and how to be better prepared for the next time. Cause you know, quite frankly, 2020, we were all just trying to figure out which way was up and I can confidently say we would never be caught in that position again. I hope we are never in that position to ever need to, but the idea that we can take technology that was developed and apply it more on a day-to-day -day basis slash be prepared for emergencies is really a, an incredible thing to come out of such a dark event. Wait, so you're saying that you're not pro-pandemic? <laughs> you know what? Believe it or not, no. Okay. No, not my thing. Not well, my thing. It's on, it's on the record. There you go. Okay. Um, yeah. So again, 
there's a lot of there's a lot of nuance to this this conference. Um, and a, again, a lot of information was conveyed and recorded. I could go through it here, but I think it would make people's eyes glaze over because verbally it may not make a lot of sense. But check out through Troy and check out through the IEVA workshop proceedings page on the IEV website um, more for more information. Um, so outside of that, um, we are also looking at a uh, event that is, let's see, it's the CUVA IUVA symposium in Janam. And this looks like maybe a Danmi kind of, of, uh, of event. And actually, Danmi is listening in as our kind of producer on this. So Danmi, why don't you get off? Yeah, come on, get off mute. And tell us a bit more about this. We'd love to hear just because you know quite a bit about this. Oh my god, that caught me off guard. Gotcha. Uh, okay. Uh, so, you, Dan. Uh, oh, hi everyone. I'm Demi, uh, the new co-chair of YP committee. Uh, I'll I'll talk a little bit about this symposium. Uh, so CUVA stands for the China uh, UV Association. Uh, I, I guess it's you can understand that as like a sister organization to the IUBA. Um, and uh, they are going to host the very first um, CUVA slash IUVA symposium this November in Jinan, China. And uh, the, the conference will cover uh, mainly the UV focused topics, including the disinfection byproduct, uh, of course, AOP and uh, UV light source, uh, low wavelength, like far UVC, uh, they're also going to talk about the validation and the design perspective. I think the the highlight of this conference is that well, a it happens on the weekend. So yeah. if uh, if you want to take a little detour, fly, um, I guess from North America, that would be I don't know, sixteen, seventeen hours of flight to visit oh, China. Kind of a big detour, I guess. And yeah, and uh, you will. You pretty much spend your jet lag at the conference, which which is pretty amazing. Um, and the, the 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 main highlight of this conference is that they will provide a technical tour visit to the local municipal water. And as far as I know, Jinan is has a nickname called a city of springs. It is uh, it has a lot of beautiful water site, and the so the water treatment industry is pretty advanced there. Um, uh, I don't know too much about the city itself, uh, and uh, if I could, I wish I could attend there in person as well. Um, anyways, it's the first collaboration between CUVA and IUVA, and uh, um, I know that oftentimes, us in North America, or um, like we don't, like, like perhaps the development in Asia is still a little bit foreign to us, so this is a good opportunity for us to uh, communicate and another thing is that currently I'm working with the YP community, community in China right now. Uh, hopefully our YP uh, represent, uh, representatives can uh, come up with some fun activities like I like how we historically been doing at the IUVA World Congress or Americas. Um, yeah, just uh, looking forward to build a more dynamic community there. And, uh, and yeah. Um, just signed up. They're still calling for an abstract. Very right good. Now. Well, I appreciate it. and thanks for um being open to just talking to us on the spot. I I knew you. I knew you weren't ready for that, but I, I figured you would know a heck of a lot more about it than I would. So perfect contributor there. 
I love that they're giving a tour of a local municipal water plant. I don't think we realize that there are different approaches to treating water. And now, obviously, this is a UV centric um, organization, but every country has a different approach. Um, if you go to Mexico, it's a little bit different than the United States. If you go to Europe, it's more different and on and on. And it's just, it's. I think it would be really cool to see how a plant in China is going to be different from a plant in the U.S. Um, so I think that's such a smart idea to include that in, in that event. And yeah, it is really cool that it is such a big event to be happening in China because yeah, the, the IUVA, you know, tends to be a little heavy in North America as far as our membership. And so reaching out and having events like, like this, that are just so cool and approachable in Asia is just awesome. So I'm so excited for it. Very, very cool. Well, thanks again, Dami, for the update on that. And uh, yeah, to that point, I think it's good. It's, it's, it's good and it's interesting to me to see regional or country specific UV organizations popping up. And I know that the uh, the Chinese um, Ultraviolet Association, I believe the IUVA and CUVA now have some sort of MOU in place, a memorandum of understanding. And I think that um, there's also kind of a, a similar thing happening in Eastern Europe that I'm familiar with, where um, there's an Eastern European kind of Hungarian UV association that's forming as well, that's um, trying to, I think, create MOUs with IUVA as well. So it's kind of interesting to see like, um, spontaneous um, uh, regional groups forming, but then they also kind of want to cooperate with kind of uh, clearinghouse that is IUVA, it's pretty cool. All right, uh, moving on into other recent news, um, the task force, uh, the UN task force, um, the SDG task force that is, uh, recently collaborated with the International Water Association on a webinar, which is pretty cool. And uh, they were able to feature some, some uh, articles on the IWA blog. So it's always awesome to see IEVA um, cross-pollinating and collaborating with other uh, organizations such as, you know, WQA, uh, IWA, and, and even like just said it said a minute ago, CUVA um, are, are a few examples of collaboration between organizations. And that, that I think, does uh, a big service to us because we are a very strong um, intellectual group, but I don't think that we ha are always as wide-ranging in terms of networking as we could or should be. So that's pretty awesome to see that that group is kind of breaking out of just the IEVA uh, box and is collaborating with other, uh, other groups. Um, so in other news, we've got uh, the education task force um, is actually putting forth, I think it's biggest initiative that I've ever seen. I, I know Molly from, from, our time, our, from our time on the uh, Young Professional Co-Chair uh, Committee group there. We uh, the education group was sort of uh, in neutral for the entirety of, of that. Yeah, time. it was a little quiet, and it's really it's really come back to life in a very big way. Yep. So, um, big shout out to Phyllis Posey on that one. She is um, she's really getting that going, and and that's going back to the uh, Dubai World Congress conference. Um, the Sunday event is really being hosted by that education committee, and they're so so they're focusing this time around or in Dubai on a, uh, a form and the form will, will focus on, on key issues for UV terminology. So they're trying to identify, you know, significant terms across the UV industry. Um, Cause it's interesting, even on uh, an earlier call today um, with Troy Cowan, it's funny, some people in the air industry consider a dose to be one thing. And in the water industry, they consider a dose to mean something entirely different. 
So an applied dose versus an actually absorbed dose is the differentiation. So it's really interesting. Um, I think everyone thinks that they have their terminology down, but I think that everyone thinks that because their industry or even their company internally has a certain way of talking about the technology. Um, and it may not always be, it may not always fall in line with best practices. So I think it's, it may sound like a one-on-one rudimentary type, um, type um, uh, event or, or offering, but I think it's important for everyone to sort of attend or at least review the proceedings afterwards to kind of um, see if we're kind of all speaking the same language or not. Um, so it's a definitely, uh, it's a very unique UV problem. I feel that like there is different vernacular, just kind of all over the place. And you're very right. Each company unintentionally uh, really does develop their own language. And so, yeah, having a, having an interpreter, having a, a way to compare and understand all of it is just, that's good. I feel like that will eliminate a lot of confusion. For sure. For sure. And actually it looks like uh, Dr. Diane Poster from uh, NIST. She's been invited to kind of be involved with this uh, activity as well on Sunday. And uh, she'll be sharing some, some of her insights and some case studies that she's, she's dug up. So um, I think overall, it's going to be pretty, uh, pretty important. And um, if you can't make it, I think I would, you know, if I were you out there in uh, podcast land, look into the proceedings afterwards, just to make sure that you are speaking the same language as, as all of us and vice versa. So um, Molly, did you want to cover the, because this, because this is actually a joint thing that I kind of started and you, you, you finished it off for me pretty well. The, the IEVA scholarship um, winners. Yeah, this was definitely, uh, yeah, this is one of the biggest pushes that we had when uh, we were co-chairs. And so we wanted to establish a, a small scholarship to be able to give to, to students who are really doing incredible work and make sure that they were given the opportunity to come to a conference and showcase that work. And so this year we have three winners. We have Daniel Ma from uh, the the Ohio State University. Um, we have Loris Bush from, I'm just going to say the University of Berlin. Don't know how to say university in German. Apologize. And then we have Isabel DeMont from Dalhousie University. So huge congratulations to them. It is so awesome to be able to bring these students in and get to hear what they're saying, see what's happening. Uh, all over the place, not just in industry, is really exciting. So congratulations to the three of them. If you know them, make sure you tell them how amazing they are in case they don't know. And honestly, having been, you know, basically Molly and I were were on the review committee as well as uh, the IED president, Jennifer. <clears throat> and um, it was, it was hard. It was, there were a lot, there were, I'm happy with the number of applicants. I'm happy with the quality of, of the applicants too. So it's actually a pretty challenging job. It was, to, to it was it not easy <laughs> to get it whittled down to three. And actually I think it got enough notoriety amongst the industry that hopefully in future years, we can expand it and maybe have some even like um, next tier down awards. Cause it was really, it was really tough to actually get down to the final three. Right, Molly? Yes. Yeah. It was definitely not a small feat to figure out really who won. Cause there are so many deserving people that came forward. So sure, wonderful sure. to see. Yeah. Uh, let's see, moving on, we've got some, um, a, a new pharma industry task force that's being, um, raised within the IEVA and let's see what they're doing. So this will be led by Susan Schmidt, um, of Roche, uh, Gentech and, uh, 
per this document I'm reviewing, it's uh, saying that the UV light is an established alternative to chemical disinfection, and this group will help facilitate ongoing discussions within the pharma industry to share knowledge, industry proposals, research data, and pilot results. The IEVA task force plans to assemble a comprehensive summary of the current state of knowledge related to UV uh, use in pharma for clean room applications as a replacement for chemical disinfectants. This document will then serve as a starting point for further work to define research and regulatory priorities. So sounds like um, pretty interesting work. I know that I had had seen uh, Susan Schmidt's um, initial, I guess, uh, presentation at the IUVA um, Research Frontiers Conference in Boulder, Colorado last year. And she had kind of laid out kind of, um, I guess, an outline or a, a, an order of operations that she had in mind for getting <clears throat> UV to be considered as a as a uh, respected or approved method of disinfection or sterilization in uh, in pharmaceutical uh, app, uh, manufacturing spaces, because right now it's it's really not considered a uh, an approved technology for that application. So she's been on this for well over a year and a half now, and it seems to me that she's got this uh, task force coming out of that. So that's that's really cool to see. Always cool to see a new application come out of the woodwork because um, it doesn't doesn't happen all that often that there's really a place where we haven't found, you know been able to apply the tech yet. So to see it getting notoriety notoriety in such a technical field is really it'll be very interesting to watch. Absolutely, and actually, Danny, I'm going to totally ruin your day again and bring it back in because I would like you to read off the the new YP committee members. So. Danby, as he maybe oh mentioned God. before, is the uh, is the new co-chair uh, with Malad, who uh, those two took over from Molly and I when we aged out. We got too old and they kicked us out. Um, and uh, yeah, so Danby, why don't you take a minute here to introduce uh, your your cast, your crew that works with you um, uh, as part of the new IUVA Young Professionals Board. Uh, <laughs> I did not know that I was going to be put on the spot again. <laughs> walk okay. with Dan. Gotta watch him. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, tell um, us about the team you have. Uh, okay. So um, me and Malad are the new co-chairs. And uh, we have Jesse as our conference coordinator. So he's been doing a lot of work for our activities at the World Congress. Hopefully um, uh, it will be great. It will be a great news to him if everyone can come to our YP activities, support us, and also supporting uh, his effort into this. We, we also have Jasser. Um, he's in charge. He's our communication coordinator. So he's in charge of mostly the UV solution maxing update for the YP column. Uh, he's been doing a fantastic job, always on time, great writing, and he's also managing a small team uh, for the magazine. And then we have Paul, uh, he's our current strategic growth coordinator. Um, although previously our strategic growth region focus, uh, focuses on in Asia. So, um, but Paul, he has had great experience in Africa. So actually um, it's not done yet, but we're actively planning to expand our community in Africa. And Paul is working on that. And we have so we have Saurabh. He's our communication and engagement coordinator. He's a social media guy. So if you see anything on our Twitter, on our uh, Facebook, uh, or email list, that's from him. 
And uh, so those are the names you will see on the IUVA website. But I do want to use this opportunity to give the credit to our Asia group team. So uh, we have a great community that involves at least 220 people and the number is still growing uh, on WeChat. The leader currently, uh, his name is Tao Li. He's from the Hong Kong University of Science and Technology. Um, and uh, within the group this year, he also recruited, I think, four more volunteers. Um, thank you for all the hard work by the volunteers and Tao and the other people. The WeChat group also, um, we also have a lot of great professors and other pro industry professionals in there. So if you have access to WeChat, let me know, email me or send an email to IUVAYP. I will, or just go to the website. You can find the link to the WeChat group. And uh, actually outside of the CUVA IUVA conference, there will be another conference coming up in China as well, but mainly focusing on the byproduct. Um, it, the reason that we didn't talk about that is because it was not directly affiliated with IUVA, but I think it is a great opportunity for IUVA YP to um, initiate some great um, engagement among the YPs there in Asia. So um, stay tuned. Very what good. a powerhouse team. I like there's such a good mix of students and universities represented and then professionals as well. So you really have both sides of the coin. Like that's really, it's a great team you have. And yeah, Tao is just a powerhouse over there in Asia, growing such a large group. That's really cool. That's exciting to see. Yeah, the, the the group chat is uh, really active. It, it It's actually more active than my own family chat chat group so <laughs> mom the uv nerds are your own family tune in next week to find out <laughs> I remember when when we first had ranyan start with us uh molly uh through yeah. ieva yp uh committee he got wechat going for us and i was always blown away like comparatively so i was i was kind of doing what what sarab is doing now which is the social media management portion of the of the of the committee and, you know, we would get like maybe a couple hundred uh, impressions or views per month and maybe like 10 or 12 comments. And that was like, that felt really good. And uh, Rand would call into our calls and say, yeah, on WeChat, we had like 900 new subscribers and about a thousand comments. And I'm like, oh my goodness, like, what are we doing in North America? What are we doing outside of China right now? We're, it's very boring. We're very slow. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think the... The good thing that WeChat brings is that you can associate a page to your group chat or mm. there's like a sort of like commercial page where um, so our YP group on that page, they make regular posts to translate articles into Chinese or they post about the recent event there. And everyone in the group chat also has direct access to that to that page. Mm -hmm. So I think that page has more followers than the people in the group. And because it's a chat chat room, so it kind of it kind of like draws, like shortens the distance between people on like the platforms we have here, like Twitter. It, it just feels like, oh, we are more of friends and we talk about UV there. Um, Actually, can I can I be selfish here? I'm hoping to get opinions from you guys and uh, our audience. 
What do you guys think about having the Instagram account for IUVAYP? All right, we'll put that we'll put that to a, a poll. Oh, I think yeah. we'll figure out how to do a poll. That's a good discussion. Maybe, maybe Dan, maybe we can have uh, Sarab put a poll up on um, on Twitter. Okay. Although yeah. anyone anyone who's using Instagram and not Twitter, well, sorry, X, right? X. X. X right. Now. Yeah. Oh. So it's again, see, vernacular is important, guys. It's true. It's true. Case in point. Case in point. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's find out. So if you've got any feedback for for Danny and Molly and I on on the utility of having an Instagram account for IUVA, let us know. Although I don't know, do we have a lot of pictures to share? I mean, it's not impossible. I just would, uh, you know, that's a that's a Sarab question. He has to. That's more work for him too. You better you better make sure you uh you talk to him first before you sign him up for that. <laughs> Okay. Oh well. Um. Well, on Instagram, it it doesn't have to be all the pictures. I mean, right. I, I personally am a meme enjoyer. So, aren't, aren't we all? I right. That's true. Who to, who, who hates who memes? Who isn't? Maybe Chip. I bet Chip <laughs> isn't probably a fan of memes. But you know, each their own, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, anyways, uh, whoever is listening to this podcast, let me know. Uh, email us. Um, uh, what do you think about the IG account? Awesome. Awesome. Perfect. Cool, Molly. All right. So we're going to wrap up here. That pretty much covers all the past, um, present, and future events and activities and information for the IEVA at this time. Um, and this time around, Wavebank comes to you from the International Ultraviolet Association. Uh, the show is produced by Dana Patsy, uh, Saki Fenru, and Dan Chen. And Nathan Moore does our sound design and our music is provided to us by Justin Dossett and Stephanie Gora. I'm Dan Spicer. I'm Molly McManus. And thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoy the episode and check back for more content in the future. We hope you found this illuminating. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs>